Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Oh man, wow, I was not expecting that. No. <laughs> the heroes receive a most intriguing offer. Jimmer would like to do a sense motive. Yes. Baron's going to cast Detect Alignment on him. Dalgrith just wants to like come up real close to him and smell him. That may be too good to be true. Now hold on here, Metri, you're getting a bit quick here. We're trying to... Let's talk this out. You gotta be careful. I don't know why we're rushing into this. Sheriff, is this... Is this something you want to do? But their choices are limited. I don't trust it, Baron. I don't know what's going on here, but it seems like some orc trickery to me. And time is running out. I have befriended half-orcs and orcs alike on my journeys. But at the same time, I've also killed orcs that have crossed me. The adventure continues now. What is going on, everybody? It's your old buddy, Troy LaValle, and I have a special guest with me today. Who is it? Would we say special? Well, I wasn't meaning you. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I thought I had another guest here. <laughs> Damn it. Well, I have a guest. I have a regular today. guest yes. What's here? the opposite of special? Just not special. <laughs> I think it is. I have a not mundane. special. <laughs> I have a mundane guest here today. This is this is out of control. I have a mundane guest with me today. Mr. Joe O'Brien. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? How are you, man? I'm good. You were sitting down. You were like, can you be quiet? I have to record my intro. And I was like, no, I will not be silenced. <laughs> you cannot silence me. <laughs> well, welcome to the intro. Thanks, man. Thank you very much. It's uh, it's good to be here. Good to be here as we get ready to, to celebrate the 4th of July. It's 4th oh. of July week this week. Are you a big griller? A big outdoorsman? Oh, 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 oh I love me some grilling. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that comes as, uh, as a surprise at all. What's your go-to grill food? Vegan hot dogs? No, no. <laughs> uh, you know, there's so many. There's so many. But I think just a standard hot dog is one of my favorite things. You like a hot dog. a regular dog. old school hot dog. But if you're getting fancy, uh, I like a good pork loin on a grill. Ooh, a pork loin. Yeah, pork loin on a grill uh, cooked properly is so juicy and amazing with mm. like that crispy exterior. It's really, really good. If okay. you, you want to like up the level of your July 4th barbecue... Pork loin, pork right? loin, yeah, yeah, like a three pounder, just Seems on the like side a of the lot grill. Of work. Yeah, I mean, it, it's actually not that much work at all. Okay, it's like a really big hot dog. Is what it is. <laughs> you just get That's one big bun and go to town. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really thirsty after eating half a pound of. Pork. Yeah, you just get like a loaf of Italian bread, cut it yep, open, just slap some applesauce on there, and you're good to go. 
<laughs> applesauce is really good on pork. Oh, it's a no-brainer. No-brainer. Remember the old Brady Bunch pork chops and applesauce? No, I do not oh, recall that at all. Classic. Peter was like uh, practicing his lines like pork chops and applesauce. <laughs> My mom always used to when she slow cooked pork ribs in a crock pot with like sauerkraut, applesauce, just oh. a little bit, and it cuts the. I think it cuts the sourness of the sauerkraut or something. I, I don't know, but she's always a little bit of applesauce. Give me applesauce any day, every day. <laughs> Let's talk about cannon fodder. That was a good time, buddy. Yeah, so one week ago. One uh, week ago. Yeah, one it was week last ago, Monday. Yeah, last Monday, uh, we did the live cannon fodder. I think that it was... Man, we just put everything out there that we are, have been working on, what's coming up that we're working on. It's basically like 2019 in review, both back and forward. <laughs> yeah. uh, so if you haven't listened to it yet, definitely go check that out because there's a lot of news dropped in that, uh, well, some of which was not intentional. No, some of it was just like, well, they had a couple pops and had to say what we had to say. You know, I, I've been wanting to do another State of the Nation address all for the past six months and just we've been so slammed with stuff. I don't need to do it anymore. Yeah. Everything about what's been happening with the company and what's what the plans are for the future is in that cannon fodder. Yeah, I was doing on Patreon the happy hour posts on uh, some Fridays when I had some things to talk about, yeah. about what's going on in the office and everything like that, just to show our backers like what we're working on and what we're doing. I sat down on Friday and I was like, what could I possibly write right now that was not said in that massive two and a half hour cannon fodder? So definitely go check, uh, check that out when you get a chance. Yeah, you can either uh, listen to it on the old cannon fodder RSS feed or head over to YouTube. We posted the, uh, the video from Twitch on there as well. As a bonus, if you go to the RSS feed, you could also get updates on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Yeah, that was a real, real F up. I don't know what happened. And it, like, I, I contacted Blueberry and they were like, we've never seen this before. Yeah, for, for those that don't know, there's a Columbus Blue Jackets podcast called Cannon Fodder, which somehow, like as if they are broadcast over the radio, <laughs> like a radio signal got crossed, their episode started showing up in the Cannon Fodder feed randomly right after we posted oh, our 93rd episode. That was a fun four hours on Sunday trying to figure that shit. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you know, lastly, I know it's July now, but I wanted to wish a, a belated happy Pride Month to all of our LGBTQ plus listeners out there in Glass Cannon Nation. Yes. We see you. We are your allies. Thank you for making the world and Glass Cannon Nation a better place to live in. Joe, thank you for being my mundane guest, but we got an episode to get to, and I love this episode. I don't even understand what that cliffhanger is. What do you mean an orc that doesn't talk like an orc? Oh, like, well, he's just going to come out with, oh, hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. I'm an orc. Or am I? Guess you'll have to wait and see. In episode 214, Treacherous H. <laughs> Now, normally when we record this show, probably for the last 200 or so episodes, we, we try very, very hard not to uh, mention things that are, uh, that are happening in real time. Uh, because sometimes we record the show uh, weeks earlier, months earlier than the actual release, so we don't want to be like, oh, can you believe that the, the king of Prussia died? <laughs> I Yesterday, can't, I can't believe it. No, that's true. Sometimes we record episodes 120 years in the past, and we don't want people to be like, "Oh my god, they recorded that a long time ago." Yeah, yeah. the king of Prussia died, wow. and they recorded the next day. It's a pre-World War One yeah. recording. It's so wow. Yeah, so, I mean, the town in Pennsylvania died. Yeah, the whole town, the whole mall, uh, just died. 
Um, <laughs> the uh, we we don't want to do that because it, uh, it it lets everybody uh, you know feel like we we recorded it that morning that you're listening to it. However, I'm going to make an exception uh, for today <laughs> because yesterday we had our first company party. Yes, our um, first ever official company. Which party. you know we've been sitting here for half an hour just bullshitting with each other. I think it was a resounding success. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, it wasn't. Terribly difficult. <laughs> yeah, it was just us hanging out, it's drinking easy to beers. Party, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're all still alive, though, which I think is an accomplishment. Well, yeah. this is what I'm getting to. Uh, we we had our most of our VIGCP club members uh, flew in uh, to come to this party uh, along with some of our other friends. Nick Lowe was here. Ellie, Randy uh, made an appearance. Um, and uh, Matthew, uh, in, in Matthew fashion, I think you took off about, what, 9.30, 10? 10.30. 10.30. He was out the door. <laughs> mind Not- you, mind you, Joe is like, we should probably get out of the studio and like go to a bar by like 8 p.m., right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> by the way, the party started at 3. Started at 3. <laughs> so Matthew's leaving at 10.30. Extremely reasonable. Yeah, yeah. Seven, yeah, seven and a half hours that you put your time in. Uh, not so for the rest of us. Um, I think it's fair to say we don't know when we left. I have no idea. Um, I know. I asked all of them and they didn't know what to say. The film cut at a certain point. Um, however, <laughs> we missing. were all back in the studio the next day at 8.30 a.m. And now it's a little after nine um, after a long, long night. So this, this has the makings. Of the greatest episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'm I'm operating at about 20%. You slept here. I I slept here. And we were making a joke because Joe cleaned up the entire place. Oh, it was a disaster, too. I can't believe the cleaning service came in uh, so early on a Sunday morning. (laughs) I'm like, I cleaned it. They're like, man, that cleaning service is really great. I gave him a tip, Joe. Like, does anyone hear me? I cleaned it. (laughs) It really does look nice. Looks like there was never a party. Looks like there was never a party. Uh, yeah, I didn't really want to settle in to our 8.30 game with just like nine half-full glasses of scotch. <laughs> just the, the, the aroma of scotch just like reeking oh, over the table God. at 8.30 oh, in the God, morning. That's making me feel bad. <laughs> I know, Why right? would you uh, say that, just, Joe? Just, just the dose of, of it. Uh, 8.30 Pete. Uh, 8.30 Pete. 8.30 Pete. It was a very Peaty scotch. It was. I, while, while we were, I, I'm still tasting it from last night. <laughs> while Skid and I were coming in, I was just thinking back to the email exchange of rescheduling, I think, what was originally a Tuesday night recording yeah. to 8.30 the day after a party. And I was like, you know, I think we all know ourselves pretty well and how honest we are with how much we imbibe and how much we like to stay out and... Why in the world would we say yes to an 8.30 a.m. recording? Really? Because none of you are honest about what you're about no. with yourselves. We always have the best intentions. Like, yeah, we could do that. Hey, and you know what? We did do it. We are Here doing we are. it. We're, We're doing it. And I brought some munchkins. Yeah. No. Um, I, I was talking before about how there's a, there's a, a theory about how you can sort Muppets into two kinds of Muppets. There are order Muppets and chaos Muppets. Like Kermit is an order muppet. He always wants to like maintain control and keep things running in order. And Gonzo is a chaos muppet. He always says chaos. And I started to realize just yesterday at the party that Troy is the biggest order muppet there is. Until about two or three beers in, <laughs> and when he goes full chaos muppet, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. It is a chaos muppet, but and he just becomes like a pure distilled chaos muppet after several drinks. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Skid was very unhelpful during. The <laughs> it was incredible. We're supposed to be writing down clues, and he continually like wrote down before he Nonsense had too many words. drinks. We were playing code names, and he kept on saying, "I don't know. I think it's ham," and none of the clues. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to do with ham And he just spiraled like, uh, into It's like how we discussed playing Overcooked The cooperative multiplayer game He's just oh, so yeah. unhelpful after a couple <laughs> drinks 
<laughs> yeah. I just keep coming back yeah. to ham. I, I, it's got to be. <laughs> it has to be ham, right? <laughs> <laughs> it spiraled into ham. Uh, did, you guys, uh, did you guys know that deep cut. The, the Munchkin boxes now say donut hole treats at the bottom? That seems unnecessary. Yeah, I know what they are. Yeah, don't, don't tell me. <laughs> it's in what a different they? font, and it's like it should have an asterisk by it. I was expect- <laughs> expecting to open a box of Lilliputians. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, these are the donut hole treats. <laughs> Where are the tiny men I ordered? <laughs> All I see is this box of fried pastries. Open the box, they might tie you down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, try as we might, I think we should play some Giant Slayer today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are, uh, I don't know what episode it is, who cares? Uh, <laughs> we are deep into book five now. I think we're almost uh, three quarters of the way through. Are you serious? Uh, nope. Okay. But we haven't even cracked the surface. <laughs> I'm actually really excited to play. Like, I'm still, I've been looking forward to this for a while, and I, even though I feel terrible, I'm still excited. Yeah, I, I personally enjoyed that you have taken the time to do the strategy before the fight. Uh, obviously, you know, you can't do that for every episode. You're going to have to just make decisions on the fly and then make mistakes. But I think you're going to you're going to find that the, the, the talks that you're having for strategy are going to help you along the way, even as the game changes. Um and the game did change last time when you came into a room and saw there were four fire giants presiding over, you know, uh, uh, more than a dozen orc slaves. And you realize that, like, trying to take on four fire giants at, at once, probably not a good idea. Not toe to toe. Not toe to toe. You wanted to try and draw them out uh, one by one as best you could before you go in and start uh, chopping and burning. Um, and so you were able to do so. And you defeated all four of the giants without... Uh, is anyone really beat up? I didn't take a point of damage. No. I, I took several. Jim, yeah, Jim oh, Jimmer took the brunt of it. That's yeah. pretty much going to be the case, I think, if Jimmer's going to stand toe-to-toe with these things. Yeah. They're going to hit. What's your yeah. con? Uh, it's really high. Um, pardon me while I vomit. Uh, Did you come prepared uh, to the sessions? Oh, I didn't bring my character sheet. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Uh, 18. Okay. okay. Yeah. Nice. I 18. Think that's accurate. I don't think that's being a... Give yourself a couple points. Yeah, okay. Know. Thank you. You're still righteous minded, or you're still... Uh, Heroism. But that doesn't affect uh, constitution. But you're big. Does that that doesn't affect it either. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, but you're big. What else I you am got? big. What else you got, Captain <laughs> Uh All right. So you've got an eight, almost an 18 con. That uh, That's very, very high. Um, no, it is 18. It's just 18. 18. <laughs> almost. 17. 17.3. 17.8. You've got almost an 18 con. No, uh, 18 con. All right. That's great. You'll live forever. Um, <laughs> so very hardy. Uh, that's a good name for you, Jimmer Hardy. As the fight ends, <laughs> just put that together. Yeah, like, oh, maybe that's not his real name. He just goes by that. Yeah, that's a, it's a nickname. Yeah. yeah. As the fight it's ends okay. and the final um, fire giant falls, one of the orc slaves um, comes forward, and I, I mentioned to you that the, they all look like half starved um, and and beat up uh, and very very frail. Like they're they're shaking throughout this entire fight. They would not join in to help you in any way. This one looks even. Like it's an even worse shape than the other ones, more battered, and and I think I said to you it wears a leg shackle um, that is like attached, like burnt, seared right into the flesh of his leg. And as he's walking up to you with his hands up and a show of non-aggression, he's dragging this huge weight behind him, um, 
which seems crazy, even though he looks beat up and half-starved. That weight looks pretty impressive, and he's just dragging it towards you, arms up, and speaks to you. And it doesn't sound like any orc you have ever come in contact with. And he says, I greet you. I am Thun. I was captured and enslaved by these giants. I do not wish you any harm. But I must confess to you, I am not an orc. Though you may distrust me if I show you my true shape. Free me from this shackle, and then the choice is yours. I will leave peacefully, if that is your preference, or I shall help you kill these giants, <laughs> for it is unmitigated death that they deserve. Oh, man. Wow. I was not expecting that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Want to see what he looks like? Yeah. Yes. Yes. His true form? That's what he comes up to you looking like. Holy moly! Thun. He looks pretty strong. Yeah. He doesn't really look emaciated, I gotta say. Looks pretty Jimmer Hardy. Oh boy. He does look pretty beefy. He looks like the abomination. In dwarf. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Just big, green, super muscly. Yeah, he is pretty ripped. I want to do. I'd like to do. Jimmer would like to do a sense motive. Yes. Uh, I think it was called for here. Uh, 15. 14. 15, 14. Um, he seems to be uh, completely honest. There is a lot going on underneath, but you don't feel like he's uh, trying to trick you. Baron's going to cast Detect Alignment on him. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, and it's at will, um, and I'll just cycle through until I... Okay. Get it right. Ah, yes. Cast any spells you may need to determine my worth. But once again, remember, let me go or I will join you. So you start spinning through alignments on him and he is neutral. Neutral. Mm. Can I detect magic on him? Sure. So I'll do it for, for you know, for as... As for, th- for three rounds, so eventually I would know if there was any magic, the number of auras and the power and the strength. Of the, uh, do I get to know what kind of magic? Yeah, so yeah. I, I can tell you right now, my understanding of detect, he's, he, there is nothing magical on his person. Um, if he's a magical being of some sort, that's not something that detect magic can uh, determine. But his can, appearance has not been altered by the effects of a magical spell. Uh, no. This really seems like a, a devil or like we found I found other magical creatures that like have you make a bargain with them and like we 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 found a, a pit lord or something in, in in rune lords that was really creepy. Yeah, oh the uh, the pit fiend, yeah. yeah that was crazy. Oh, uh, well. that's what I'm worried about it's here. It's like supernatural, Matthew. Oh, okay. Um I mean I just put my oh, hands up. Oh, I thought you were I put my hands up like soon. I wasn't saying stone oh, talk. Oh, I thought you were going to stop. I'm just getting into character. Oh, I see. I'm going to roll I'm going to roll a diplomacy and say, I'd sure like it if I knew exactly what I was dealing with. I don't like getting into bargains whose terms I don't understand. Would you be willing to show me your true form? And he's going to roll a total of a 20. 
Perhaps I would. But you all seem very hesitant. I can understand you probably were not expecting this. Perhaps I should tell you about myself first, and then you may judge accordingly. I have looked into your minds, I will admit, and I've seen that your purpose is just, and your motives appear to be true. I came here to explore the lair of the fire giants in the guise of an orc to see what these giants were up to. Word of the fire giant king's charisma and zeal in battle intrigued me. Sadly, my ruse failed, and I was captured and thrown in with the other slaves. Watching how the fire giants treated their smaller allies and minions, I decided against revealing my nature, decided against trying to serve this king, and instead plotted my escape. A run of bad luck with the roaming patrols and a well-placed exploding magical ward left me as you now find me. When they discovered me trying to escape, they twisted a red-hot iron bar around my ankle. As it is seared to my flesh, I knew my time had come, as even changing my form to a smaller size would not help to remove this accursed thing. They know I am hardy, so I have been abused more than most. They slap me around to the brink of death to scare the others into submission. These creatures that you killed and the others that lurk within these caverns are truly horrific. Yet they are also highly organized and lethal, no doubt a byproduct of a king known for his battle prowess. If unleashed on the world, it will be theirs for the taking. Truly, I had almost lost all hope until you four arrived. As I said, I looked into your minds. Your motives are just, so I am yours if you'll have me, or I will walk away if you can help free me from my restraints. What are, uh, what are the other orcs doing while this is happening? They're just kind of like cowering and watching, like they're watching a play. Galgraith is going to reach over and grab one of the orcs. Uh, like, <laughs> without, uh, without kindness, you know, like without being gentle, kind of roughly. He's like, you stand up! And he, like, grabs one of them and, like, pulls him up. Even though he's, like, taller than him, he's uh, in this weakened state. He's, uh, he's able to manhandle him a little bit more. And it's just like, this orc here, you've seen this orc for a long time. Yes. Do you know what he is? Do you know who he is? Another orc. What's his name? I don't know. June, what did he say? How long have you seen him here? I don't know. He's been here as long as any of us. How long you been here? Since yesterday. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lie! Oh, oh, hits him with the hill of his short side. Uh, the tension here is terrible. Uh, 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 I've lost track of time. A month? Three? I'll push him back down to the ground. Uh, I don't know about... He lands on a rock, breaks his neck, and dies. Ah, serves him right. Oh, scum. 
<laughs> I'll turn. I'll turn to Baron. Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> seems that some <laughs> he, he was going to be released yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow. he was going to be released <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> he said, "No, I'll stay for one day more." Yeah. <laughs> one of my friends has this. Got a couple of days. I want to wait. So I can ride. <laughs> uh, 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 Throws uh, him down in the car. <clears throat> I don't trust it, Baron. I don't know what's going on here, but it seems like some orc trickery to me. Though I got to say, he doesn't sound like any orc I've ever spoken to before. Yeah, this, I'm, this ain't like no orc I've ever seen. And to be honest, fellas, I think we've been we've been careful, we've been cautious, we've been lucky so far. But I think we need all the help we can get. And I'm intrigued by the offer. What would it take to free you? You would have to. Help me remove this shackle that has been seared into my leg. Perhaps it is impossible to remove it from my skin, but if you could break the chain somehow, at least I wouldn't carry this hundred-pound weight. I was once told by a woman to never break the chain. I don't like this at all. Oh, boy. God. Uh, it's early. Uh, <laughs> I think, I think, I, I, I want to leave him here, but that seems cruel. But I also could be a powerful ally. If he's could be a powerful truth. ally. Could kill us all. Can I do one more thing before we make a decision? Yeah, sure. Uh, Dogrith just wants to like come up real close to him and smell him, Ooh. like just to get a sense if he has like an orcish, nasty, sweaty, gross smell about him, or if that's suspiciously missing. It's kind of racist. That mm-hmm. odor. <laughs> Ugh, fucking orcs. Uh, smell awful. <laughs> uh, yeah, you smell him, and he stinks. As as much as any orc. Okay. Um, yeah, he has he has a very orcish smell. If he's some sort of magical creature, then it's pretty powerful magic. It's going to make him pull off all these levels of this transformation. I don't know. He smells like an orc. He looks like an orc. I will say this: if I join you, if you choose to have me join you, I can show you my true form. But I do not wish to offend you. So if my true form does offend you. I can take any form you please. Something you may like. And though I currently identify as male, to blend in with the other male slaves, I could easily assume the form of a woman, or whatever you please. Well, I, I for one, don't offend easy. So what kind of form would offend us? Well, You're looking at the four of you, I am quite different. So strange. <laughs> he just turns into a huge dildo. <laughs> <laughs> so offensive. No, well, I was wrong. I'm very offended. <laughs> all right, all right. Go there. back to the other form. Oh, there it is. <laughs> okay. Um, can we do like a knowledge local before we make the final decision? Yes. On Thune. Natural. Twenza! Oh, 25. Thune is the original king of Kragadan. No, he's nobody. <laughs> I've never heard of him. Thune is You're no- positive you've never heard of him. Nobody and everyone at once. I am no one and everyone. Can you tell us of what species do you come from? What are you? There are those who would refer to my kind as a doppelganger. Oh. 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 Whoa. Wow. It is huh. a term that I do not consider kind. What's your preferred verbiage? Thune. 
You are Thune? I'm Thune. Thune and what else? Just Thune. Just plain Thune. Yes. All right. I will change my appearance, but I would not change my name. I am forever Thune. Uh, can Dalgrith do a knowledge check on doppelgangers? See if he psychic, knows anything about them. Psychic doppelgangers. Has ever come across them? Uh, yeah. Go ahead and roll. What are they? Uh, are they magical creatures? They are, they are uh, shapeshifters. Yeah, they're they're considered they, humanoids, but yeah, they're shape changers, shapeshifters. So it'd be uh, knowledge so local. local, yeah. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Knowledge Thune. Knowledge Thune. Knowledge Thune. Uh, yeah, so... Doppelgangers um, are known to be treacherous. Yeah. They're known to yeah. like infiltrate society, to like steal wealth, to gain positions of power. Sometimes they are known to like uh, s- take the form of people's lovers just to fuck with, like, so they can sleep with their lover and then get out of there. Yeah, and just break up like, relationships. Break up relationships. Yeah, they're uh, <laughs> they're known as tricksters. Um, they're also responsible for the Dominion War. Are they almost almost exclusively? In Star Trek. Sorry, go, go said, on. I didn't get the reference. <laughs> yeah. As in, not in... Is there a Dominion War in Pathfinder? Yeah, no. The Great Dominion as, War. Yeah. <laughs> of AR-12. <clears throat> that one went over like a turtle. Yeah, that was, that was great. Well, man, maybe there's a Deep Space Nine fan out there that really... I mean, I, I was... Why save your Star Trek jokes for... Uh, My first thought was Nerd like, Night at the Regal Beagle. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you save your Three's Company jokes for uh, Nerd Night at the another place? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So is that the, is that the security guard? Is he? Are they doppel? What is their race? That's the, he could change shapes, right? Yeah. On Deep Space Nine. Uh, yeah. Odo. Yeah. Odo. Yeah. Yeah. He was one Rene of the. Re, yeah, Rene Aubergenois. I, I want to. I want to free this guy. I want to free this guy. I do too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but as a as a metro type, we're considering freeing you. Hmm. But you please must please allow us a backup plan. Do tell, my dear. You don't understand. We don't know you from anyone. You could be out to harm us. We, we might be more gullible than we'd like to believe. So we shall free you, but you must take my hand. All right, yes. If you want to cast spells on me that will not affect me in a negative way, you are welcome to, to see if my motives are as true as yours. I will tell you if I join you. I have seen many of the rooms on this level, and perhaps I could help you. Um, I mean, it, I'm just going to... I don't know how we want to get rid of the chain. I can use a spell, but I have to use a pretty powerful spell to do it. I'm just, I'm just going to hack it. Okay, I'm great. still large. Great. Um, I'm just going to swing down and sever the chain. Metro is going to hold on to Thune's hand as he does it. With Terminus Est. He reaches out with this big paw that just, like, dwarfs your hand in his and holds on. And you hack at the chain, and you're able to, to break it. Um, perhaps at some point we will find something that can remove the shackle from my flesh. I can remove it. Oh. And we shall leave that for another day. Very well. Until you prove... Prove your loyalty. Prove your... Friendliness. What yes. have you? That is fair. And you are Metra, yes? Haven't you looked inside of our minds? I have. Are you doing it now? Yes. If it makes you uncomfortable, I can stop. It does. All right. I agree not to look into your minds. <clears throat> is this also something that's normal with doppelgangers? 
that they're uh, mind readers? Uh, they can uh, detect thoughts. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So that's common. Yeah. And them. so he would have heard you like talking to each other in the battle, like Metroid, Baron, go this way. Mm-hmm. Well, well uh, does he make any kind of sudden movements? Does it seem like he's pretty friendly? No, he's just like rubbing at his leg and uh, I cast so. remove itch. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I was trying to stick a pencil down there, but it wouldn't fit, <laughs> as it is seared directly to my flesh. Thank you. I must truly thank you, whatever you choose to uh, do with me. As of late, it seemed very hopeless, and now I am but a tunnel or two away from freedom. Are the other orcs also chained to weights? No, just him. So they could, we could, we could send them out. I guess they don't have a lot of places to go, but they could... Run and hide. Oh, you are going to free the others. That is very noble. Did you clear the passageway through with the port cullises? <laughs> the port quillises. <laughs> Did you clear the room with the, the port, port quillises? <laughs> the port quillises. Yes. Yeah, we uh, we killed the guards out in the outer area. They're gone. Of course, there are the enti- there's the entire giant encampment between here and freedom. Yes, they'll be as good as dead the minute they exit. Again, a noble decision to free them, but perhaps there is another way. I do not know what magics you possess, but there are other ways out of this mountain. Now, hold on here, Metri. You're getting a bit quick here. We're trying to... Let's talk this out. I don't understand why we're talking about freeing all these blasted orcs, letting this thing roam around as it wants. Not only could it not be... Well, even if it's not an orc and it's just this doppelganger, they're equally mischievous and deadly. We've got to be careful. I don't know why we're rushing into this. Sheriff, is this, is this something you want to do? I don't like it. But there's really nothing else around these mountains that these orcs could cause trouble with. Right orcs, now, orcs always find a way. They always do, but right now they're helping our greatest enemy with uh, whatever slave work they're doing down here. So I say we let them free and weaken our, 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 our main enemy. I'm just saying we don't have to make the decision now. We can leave them down here while we explore a bit further. We don't have to let them go now. What if one of them doubles back on us, stabs us in the back while we sleep? And leave them to die? It's, we're talking about hours here, Metro. We're not talking about weeks. I don't know why we have to let them go now. If I may, these orcs will not hurt you. They are fragile creatures that have been defeated in their minds as well as their bodies. However, freeing them in any capacity would alert the rest of the guards to your presence if they don't know already. They are highly organized, as I said. Every moment you spend here is a closer moment to them discovering you. May I ask why you are here? I told you what my initial motives were to join this king. But now, seeing what they are all about, I have no interest in that. Why are you here? We're here to level the playing field for the small folk of the world and to stop what you yourself said would happen if they were to remain unchecked in their power. We're here to make sure that anyone out there who lives by the law can make a life for themselves and not have their home, property, or livelihood taken away from them. So do you mean to search through this mountain 
Find the king and defeat him? If that's what the greatest power in this place is, that's what we aim to do, unless he wants to entreat with us, and I doubt he does. Hmm. I have not met the king. I've only heard tell. And there is another. Another one they speak of. That seems even more powerful. Volstice, I believe, is his name. They only speak about him in hushed tones, but he seems to be the true threat. He's here? I do not know. I've heard tell of him arriving, coming and going sometimes to watch over this area, but I have not seen him. You said there were uh, many ways or entrances and exits to this mountain. How do you know so much about this place? Well, I have seen much of this level. The paths on here are winding, no doubt formed long ago, as magma coursed through the insides of this mountain, seeking a way out. Though most of my time has been spent right here in this cavern, I've seen the other rooms. You said you entered through the portcullises, yes? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the portcullis. The portcullis, sure. <laughs> Yes, there are other ways in and out, though. Safer ways, no doubt. They have grazing areas for their livestock, hidden on the mountainside through passages towards the south, I believe. It is very easy to get lost in these tunnels. There are two caverns with such means of egress. This entire lower level is used to farm enormous edible fungi, to raise pigs and goats for food and to give their officers in training opportunities to learn to handle the relatively small and fragile slaves working in this level without accidentally killing them. I believe it is their plan, once they take over the world, to enslave the small folk. So learning how to handle them without destroying them is an important part of their training. I will tell you I have seen firsthand that not all of them have learned the proper techniques. Down here there are animal pens, slave pens, fungus farms, not to mention a wretched room solely dedicated to collecting their waste. Almost all are under heavy guard, and there are constant patrols as well through the passageways. One such patrol ended my pursuits. This level is full of all manners of giants as well as other creatures that I've only seen in the shadows. There is a definite hierarchy here as well. Fire giants at the top, of course. Stone giants next. Then Ettins. Then slaves. That's so great, by the way, that the, you just explained. I was like, are fire giants vegans? Why are they? What is this mushroom stuff about? <laughs> but the, the, that's fascinating. And the fact that it's in a... I can't wait to explore the rest of this place. This is so <laughs> fucking weird. I'm yeah. so wary of leaving the slaves here. I don't think it. it I don't think it serves us. I, like, are you? Do we think a bunch of beaten, broken slaves are really going to be like? Nothing happened when there are four dead fire giants yeah, in the cavern. Says, I, I, I say we we have to make a decision here because if any patrols come along and they see all these fellers uh, cowering here and two dead fire giants, like they're they're not going to be long for this world. But they're going to slaughter the slaves. Yeah, it's one way or another. I don't. I'm not saying what we should do, but you, you think twenty slaves are going to be like, oh, it was an avalanche? Like, there's no, they're not going to lie for us. <laughs> yes, they can't. If we let them go. 
that we can't control anything they do. And they could easily trip a million different alarms, even if their intentions are to be quiet and get out of here. Well, we can lead. I mean, we, we can should, lead them to safety. We should endeavor to control what they do. Turn them into slaves, one might say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, obviously they were enslaved, not by their own choice. They are in the poor position of not having control over their destiny. But at the same time, they now have seen and know too much. You mentioned another way out of here. Is there a way for them to get out unseen? Not without some sort of magics. What kind? It is a cliffside where these grazing areas are to the south. If you can find a way to encapsulate all of them in some sort of invisible space to send them down the mountainside, it is possible. Well, do you have any magic like that, Metro? Otherwise, they'll be spotted as they try to go down the cliffside. How many are there? Oh, in this room? 32, I think you said? 22? Something like that. Something like that. I need to know exactly. There are (laughs) one more than you're allowed to do what you want to do with. (laughs) Metra, I'm personally authorizing you to pull any spell you have. Anything that you know to help these slaves, even if it's from a third-party rule book. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Aaron, uh, the power is gone to your head. <laughs> uh, well, I know the numbers here are correct. I just don't want to individually count them. But I will. What? <laughs> but I will. I will. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just became Mr. Bill. <laughs> oh, I loved Mr. Bill when I was a kid. Oh. Poor guy. He got killed so many ways. <laughs> I just like the image of this doppelganger. Just we ask him how many orcs are here, and he just stops and begins counting. A one, one, two, three, two. Oh, we could have done that. Oh, we could have done that. <laughs> <laughs> a one, a two, a, a three. <laughs> how many orcs does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of the Tootsie Pop? I think there are twenty-two. Okay, let's uh, let's call it twenty-two. Let's call it twenty-two. <laughs> All right. So, well, you twenty-one because Thune doesn't count. Oh. 21 because Thune doesn't count. All right. So with teleport, I can do four creatures, right? Because I'm 13th level every three cast levels. So I can do four medium creatures per trip. So that won't be very efficient. If we decapitate them all, perhaps you can just teleport their heads. <laughs> I mean, we could throw a bunch in the bag of holding. Uh uh, that sounds a little crazy to me, Metra. I think if we don't... You, you authorize me to use any at <laughs> all me- magical means to get these slaves out. You did? I heard it as well. Uh, uh, Metra, I'm rescinding said authorization at this point. When, when, the, when the plot thickened to the point you suggested we throw orcs into a bag of holding. Um, sounds reasonable. From what you told me, uh, you've done it before. Yes, it was a very silly episode. Uh, <laughs> Don't forget every moment we spent I know, here. that's what I was saying. Yeah. That's what Dogger to say. Is that we can't keep standing here talking about it. Our patrol's likely to come through here right, any I, moment. I have another plan. Uh, I have, a, I have a, a wand of shadowy haven, uh, which basically allows me to create a, an extra planar space for people to hide in. Ooh. Up to ten creatures. So I can do twenty of them with two casts of the wands, or we can do three and... Can we hide them here, though, and then move on? Yeah. Okay. I mean, somewhere in the shadows, because you can see it. It's a, 
You cast down a five-foot square part of a wall, and it creates an extra, extra dimensional space adjacent to the plane of shadow. Creatures in the extra dimensional space are hidden beyond the reach of spells, including divinitions, uh, unless those spells work across planes. The space holds as many as ten creatures of any size. The entrance to the extra dimensional space remains visible as an area that is darker than, the, than that of the ambient illumination. Ooh. So, they're not hidden, you know, but there's plenty of shadows down here. I That's mean, what I'm saying. We find uh, a dark corner somewhere. Shove them in there. Give them, you know, they take a mushroom with them to feed themselves, and then they, they're, they'll be safe until we return for them. Uh, barren, is it? Um, I don't like it. I don't like it. I, have, um, I also have a, a trait as an inquisitor. Inquisitor, I don't know if it would be applicable here, but it's necessary lies plus six. So I get plus six to saving throws against, like, Force of Truth, or uh, Zone of Truth, or Detect Lies, and I know this isn't quite in that area, but right, I, just, right. I just feel like Baron just hates that this guy, and he also <laughs> hates, for someone that likes to detect alignments, he hates just the smoothness, the smooth neutralness right. that, that comes back to him. <laughs> yeah. There's like no edges, yeah. and it's like... Make a choice! It's trying to grab <laughs> <Make> a sign. <laughs> yes. Tell my wife I said hello. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer you refer to me as Sheriff. Thune, if that's all right. Why would, all right. Call you Why would I call Thune? you Sheriff Thune? <laughs> oh. Sheriff, <laughs> comma, Thune. <laughs> all right. Sheriff Thune? <laughs> <laughs> if that is your wish. <laughs> I kind of like it. It's kind of weird. being led into battle by Sheriff Thune. Even the, even the, name, even the name Thune it like is deceptive. Like It has a T, which should be a hard sound, and then it goes into yeah, Thune. It sounds really you can't grab it's onto that, it. It's got that treacherous H in there that changes everything. <laughs> <laughs> Treacherous H? I'm going to make a band called oh, Treacherous, Treacherous H. It's oh. like a rapper name. Yeah. <laughs> Treacherous H. Just a gold chain. What up? It's your boy, Treacherous H. That's a really <laughs> long chain. <laughs> it's your boy, Treacherous H. <laughs> <laughs> um, ST. Um, if you wish to hide them in the shadows, this is obviously a short-term plan, not a long-term one. 26 hours. 26 hours. Um, I'm not saying it is a bad plan. That is not my point here. These slaves have been mentally beat down. In order to get them to comply, you're going to need to talk to them and rouse their spirits. Otherwise, they may think it is some sort of trick, even though they saw you come in here and defeat these giants. There is no reason for them to think... But you will not just turn on them as well. That's so you fair. must speak to them. I'm pretty good at dealing with orcs. Let me have a crack at it. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Listen to me now. Though you may be orcs, I have befriended half-orcs and orcs alike on my journeys. I've sailed down the River Esk with Rag Blood Tusk. He is my friend. Who? Oh. <laughs> but at the same time, I've also killed. I've never heard of him. <laughs> I've also killed orcs that have crossed me. Man by the name of Screed before. But I am. I am just if you cooperate. And the best way for you to live in this situation right now is to allow this woman here to cast a spell. I need all y'all to gather up and wait. Because we know if the rest of the giants come through here and see what happened, they'll kill you indiscriminately. I'm giving you the choice to survive, but you got to work quick and you got to get in this corner. And he points at like a shadowy place. Roll uh, diplomacy. 
Can I aid by somehow doing some prestidigitation to prove my to do backflip? Yeah, we're just mat- mat- end it with a backflip. Yeah, go try and aid. I aid. Okay. Uh, Twenty five. And what do you do? Uh, I'm gonna cat. I'm gonna cat when he says like this sorcerer or this woman with the spells and everything. I'm gonna cast prestidigitation and just do a a quick. Oh, do I don't have, oh yeah, I do. I just do a quick cut of magical shadowy. Like I'll create a wisp of shadow and kind of make it dance in front of you and then make it disappear. Okay. Hmm. Twenty five. Mm-hmm. One of the orcs kind of limps up. You say rag blood tusk? I did. I fought with a man named Blood Tusk in the fighting pits of Urgir. Ooh. Oh. He was a good man. He still lives. He does. He's still uh, the captain of a ship. That type of life could exist for all of you if you cooperate with us. I may be a dwarf... And we may have a lot of problems in our shared history. But I'm not going to let that past control what happens for tomorrow. And you look into the face of this orc, and you think back to the war-torn streets of Trunau and that battle fighting toe-to-toe with those orcs. And this there's no reason to think that this orc in front of you wasn't a part of that battle, but these ones are all, like, emaciated and just bruised, right. cut, looks like they've been tortured, and this is the one standing in front of you. And he just nods. And he turns around to the rest of the orcs and it's like, let's listen to them. It's our only chance of survival. Cast your magics. And if anyone steps out of line, I'll kill them myself. All right. Cool. Great. So we'll nice. pick three nice. separate shadowy corners out of, like, kind of out of the way, and I'll... I'll Mestra will draw a wand, and, and basically she'll whip it, and it will create this kind of shadowy door that they can walk into. And we'll send them in with some mushrooms and some water so they can eat and feed and drink. Eat and drink. Okay. What's, what's it called again? Uh, shadowy Haven. Shadowy Haven. Very cool. Shadowy Haven. Okay. So they oh. just disappear into the it's shadows. Like, it's like rope trick, but with not up in the air, not with a rope. Mm. And okay. you, just, you just hear in the shadows like... Of um, eating mushrooms. Uh, yeah, so it'll take me three castings of that. Because we got twenty one, and we can, but we can all, we can always return there to ourselves to so hide them. Just so you know, the time is not going to be twenty six hours. It's going to be the whatever the lowest level is. It's a fourth level spell. Oh right, yeah. So what's it going to be? Is it set seventh level, eighth level? When can you start casting fourth level spells? I can start casting fourth. Anyway, level it's spells. it's going to be high. It's going to be like eighteen hours or something. It's It'll just going to be twenty six. Yeah, yeah. Um, eighth level. Eighth level, so, so 16. sixteen hours. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a temporary solution. But yeah. at least, uh, if any fire giants come in here, are they easily detectable? They'd have to look for it. They'd have to. Yeah, they, I mean, it's just a. It's a. It looks like a dark square mm-hmm. that's slightly darker than the than the illumination around. But it's like if it's already in darkness, then yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you're giving yourself a better shot than just leaving them out here. But it's not that great right now. It, it, <laughs> you know, it could look could, like they. The orcs rose up and killed the fire giants, sure, and then ran off. Yeah, um, I mean, they're, they're, it's the, I think it's the best alternative I can come up with. Either they're going to have to they'd have to try to backtrack the way we came, which would lead them right directly through the camp, or they'd have to follow us, which would compromise our position. Yeah, and if we get to, even if I were to teleport them out a few at a time, we're wasting a lot of time and yeah. burning a lot of spells, yeah. and I can't do all. Of them. I think this is a good compromise. Yeah, and uh, I don't think like 
I feel like the scene is set in a way where, like, maybe someone would be like, oh, my God, what the hell happened? And then run to the next room and try to see someone, not necessarily investigate, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what are they going to do? They're, they don't know how to do this stuff. They just know how to tell people yeah. whatever gets done in this room. Yeah. All right. I am obviously unarmed and unarmored. If it is your wish for me to join you, do you have such things that could help me be more effective in combat than just my bare fists? We might, Thune, but I need to understand how you intend to aid us. You have the ability to change your appearance into anything. You have means outside of combat in which you could help us get further through this infernal place? Well, I believe myself to be a capable fighter, but, uh, no, my magics are more mental than Mm. physical. Well, if you can just direct us around here, you say you know this level at least. Tell us where to go. Yes. We can give him some half plate. We don't have to give him a weapon, but we can give him some armor, so... That would be a step in the right direction. I understand that I must earn your trust. But at some point, a weapon would be helpful. I mean, uh, Dograith can give him a dagger. Let's give him a dagger. I mean, we have great. We have some. We have some weapons. Yeah. Are they all giant size though? You have two large great swords. Can We're you? Not, not giving him that plus one large great sword, but we one of our regular the regular large great swords we took from the fire giants. Can you turn yourself into a giant partner? You can use one of these swords we got here. We took off of them. A fire giant. A fire giant. Do you have large armor? I mean, it was taken off the fire giants. So. Yeah, it's the largest there is. All right, then. I will take your armor <laughs> and your greatsword. And now we're talking. <laughs> you do sneak attack damage, yes? What's it up? That is some insightful details you have there. Quite impressive. He did watch you fight them. Yeah. I'll yeah. tell you what. I can do that, too. Ooh. Oh, get y'all two flanking on one enemy. Boom, 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 boom. All right, Orc. (laughs) He's going to keep calling him Orky when he turns into a giant. (laughs) Yeah. All right, Orc. We'll give it a try. I like the sound of that. All right. Uh, So he's wearing half plate and he has a great sword. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Do we talk about the light in this place right now? Didn't you say that it was dark before? Yeah. So this spell has a a paragraph at the end that is pretty interesting. (laughs) It can only be cast in dim light. Or it can only... The entrance is only open in dim light. Uh-huh. So let's say we create some dim light. Cast the spell. Put them in. Unless we leave the source of dim light there, when it's darkness, it closes. So they cannot get out. And oh. if the spell expires and they're in there, they have a, each one of them has a 50% chance of being shunted into the shadow plane. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Oh, Isn't man. that fucking... Oh, it's wow. not one by one. There's just a 50% chance that creatures in it are ejected into the shadow plane. At the end of the spell? At or? the end of the spell's duration. So if like we get trapped and don't get back here, unless we leave a light hey, on... They, be, they wouldn't be here. It's a fate better than <laughs> the, probably the one they face. Right. Um, That's pretty cool, though. That is awesome. So right, actually, so now the, you're really on a ticking clock. Yeah. And if it's over, I mean, we could leave the dim light, or we could put out the dim light and leave them in darkness where they'd be totally safe. But also really much in a different kind of danger. But yeah. yeah. It's funny how far you've come from, like, fighting orcs to now saving them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you know we what? Dograith hasn't. Dograith hasn't, which is why one, one of the reasons why I'm having him be a little bit more aggressively anti-orc, because mm-hmm. he, 
hates orcs. Like he has got a bad history with orcs. He doesn't have Baron's experience. Oh yeah, you know? I'm thinking it's taking me. It's giving me like a weird blast from the past vibe because I remember how much Baron like it was important for my right. character. Just hate orcs, <laughs> not right. trust Lork and everything, and just slowly over time, he still doesn't like trust them just by Lork. chance. But he's Lork. Lork. but it's, it's cool seeing that evolution yeah. that Lork your dead, experiences right. will give you. Lork is dead. Okay. Let it go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what the hell, Matthew? You left at 9.30, and you're still incorrigible. Don't worry. Uh, I think so I'm going to have a 13th munchkin. <laughs> That's good. Lucky 13. You're eat, so sick. You're, you're, you're going to have a donut hole treat? Or, yeah. or the Lilliputian? Oh, no. Don't eat that little no, man. No, <laughs> Um... Oh, no. <laughs> stop, Joe, stop! You gotta be careful Joe. on the bones. I choked Joe. on my Lilliputian. <laughs> he spit in my mouth. Uh, um, <laughs> you, I don't think the people listening to this podcast are that Gulliver. Oh, no. man. Oh, my God. Uh, get him a coffee. Kindly go. <laughs> kindly go. He's so pumped about that get shit. Out of here. He's flexing get, right now. Get out of here. He's showing us his biceps. Thune uh, <laughs> says... Now he's laughing at his own joke. I love it. I love it. I can't wait to have kids because I'm ready to do dad jokes really all are. day long. So if much it training. Is a fire giant you would like me to assume the form of? Then a fire giant you shall have. And he just like, as you're standing there, just. And alters his shape to look like a fire giant. Wow. Grabs the. Is it just regular half plate? Regular half plate. And a non magical greatsword. And just kling, clanks it off his armor. Oh yes, this will do nicely. Does, now, he, does he look like the people we fought? Now, could we like do subterfuge by having him pose as like someone who was sure? Yeah, well, that's what I was one of the people we yeah. just killed. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I. Did you know one of their names? Or? Did you hear one of their names during your time in here? No. Damn it! You didn't detect their thoughts. I did, but they never spoke. They, they never called each other by name. They never, they never thought, thought about. They never name. thought about their own they never names. Thought about their own names. But they, you, one I of them, waiting wait, for them to think about their own names. Number two didn't think <laughs> about number did. one. No. <laughs> Weeks on end, I thought. Once they must think of their own name. <laughs> Do you just sit there going, Joe? Joe. Joe. No, but one of Joe. the other three might have been like that. Troy, he's yeah. the worst guard here. <laughs> it must have been happening when I wasn't. Detecting their thoughts. <laughs> the yeah. one time. The one time. Wow. <laughs> yeah, every time he detected their thoughts, I was just like, well, I really like that other fire giant. Yeah. <laughs> I do know the king's name. What is it? Titarian. Oh, that's, that's a, a cool, cool name. name. Oh, my that's God. Such it's, a cool name. I think I had a huffy Titarian. It was a great bike. It's Titarian. Titarian. It's like an Armenian giant. <laughs> uh, yes, his name alone was what made me come here. <laughs> <laughs> Such a cool name. I he have has, to go. I like to go. It was spelled. And he has a queen as Whoa, well. Oh, that's interesting. Her name, What's her name? Her name they, is cool. They don't speak of her name. <laughs> he does, the king doesn't even think it. I have not met the king. I'm sure he thinks often of her name, but I'd have to be in the same room. By then, maybe we'll have already met her. Who cares? <laughs> well, well, he got real despondent all of a sudden. It's all pointless. What is this obsession with names? <laughs> names will not get you what you wish. Well, Thune, it seems like you're attracted to power yes. and the pursuit of that, regardless of what it is. You've just made four of the most powerful allies you could ever have. Mm. But if you cross us, 
four of the greatest enemies. Are you ready to go forward? I am indeed. I, was, I still want to see his true form. I want to see, is it gross? He would have had to pass through it to get yeah, did the you, fire Yeah, did you come to your regular form in that transformation? I would have to pass through it, you think? Yes. Okay. That is my recollection of playing playing doppelgangers. Um, oh, you played one? I use them. I've GM them. Oh. All right. So as he, before he turns into the fire giant, you see a vision of that. Oh, whoa. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's not a traditional goblin. Oh, goblin yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Very yeah, cool. So it just kind of looks like an alien. Very unsettling. Uh, stick-like legs. Does it have two Three. joints in its legs? Yeah, yeah. Looks like an action Sometimes figure. Sometimes <laughs> my arms bend back. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so he looks like that seconds before turning into a uh, fire giant. Hello, I'm Thune. <laughs> he's just, he, he's a lot less creepy. You, you, I'm a lot more creepy. You wouldn't want to talk to this guy. No, no. Yeah. He's it's, only got four fingers. It haunt my dreams. I can change into any form or sex you choose. We could change it every day or episode. In the meantime, you must tell me where you would like to go. As I mentioned, there are grazing areas for the livestock which would provide you another exit. I do not wish to um, tell you your own business, Sheriff Thune. <laughs> but I think you'll agree that coming and Call going... Me Sheriff Thune. <laughs> Call me Sheriff Thune. I'm Thune. Thune. Okay. Uh, coming Sheriff Thune, where would you like to go? <laughs> Coming and going from the uh, entrance is probably no longer an option for you. We don't require an entrance. Oh. We ain't going nowhere. Well, then perhaps you don't need this other means of escaping the mountain. Well, we might. If well, we might if, if I die. Well, anyways, that is one option. I believe I can lead you to one of these grazing areas. Again, these tunnels turn back on each other. They go in every which direction. Some just lead to dead ends. There are also barracks as well, mm. sandwiched between this level and the next. And recently, I heard them speak at length about a weak spot in the ceiling of the tunnel leading to the barracks. Something it seems as if they haven't gotten around to mending. If I was with you when we reached that room, I believe I could find and show you the spot. Though they did not speak of their names, they spoke of this weakness at great length. If this weakness does exist, a collapse there would cut off their reinforcements, thus buying you more time in your mission here and in the levels above this. Hmm. So we can cut off the barracks from the other room, is what you're telling me. Yes. Wait, and where was the barracks? Is it to the left where we went right? No, it's up. Oh, it's, it's up. up a level. Yes. It's up a level. So it's like sandwiched between this level and the okay. next. Okay, so we have to travel a little bit before we get there. Um, Dograith wants to, you know, we should figure out what's behind these doors before we move on. Do you know? He asks the orc. Yes, I believe it is their quarters. Nothing of interest then. I have not been in. If they leave, let's check them real fast. Let's check them. Yeah. Any yeah, of their shit in real there, quick. <laughs> Uh, all right, so you go up to the one on the left there? Yeah, sure. yeah. Okay, open it up, and you see a giant room. Anything of interest when we search it? You see a giant-sized table, chairs, uh, a stone basin for water that looks like it's um, almost empty. There's plates, utensils. Uh, there's a flat space on the ground to lay a, a large-sized bedroll. 
some other minor amenities. Um, it, it appears to be devoid of anything useful. Ain't right, no, cool. There's no magic in here. Detect magic, nothing. And you go check the other one, same situation. All right. All right. Let's get move on. Let's get move on. To the north. Well, is that where we should go? There are right? numerous exits from here. There is the way you came. There is an exit to the north, one to the south, and one further east. Right. The exit to the south leads to the cliffside. I believe, yes, one of the um, areas uh, for the grazing is to the south. Hmm. And, which, and in which direction will we find the barracks with the, the weakness in the wall? It is further east, but to the north as well. Right, I see we go north. Yeah. Just picking away. Agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's cool. go north. North it is. North it is. I'm with you, Dalgreath. We'd better leave Thun. I feel like something's interesting up there. All right, yeah. to the north. It why, is. Why would, we, why would we leave Thun? Thank you. <laughs> I, I thought you were put that out there yeah. for me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. All right. <laughs> um, all right, so you start uh, traveling north, and everybody roll a fortitude save from the stench. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, are you kidding me? Oh, done. 30. Natural 20. Whoa! Baron? (laughs) Natural 20, 38. Oh, man. And Joe, you're good, too? 16. You're good. Oh, wow. I forgot forgot about the the handkerchief thing. Yeah, so you're you're good. Um, You're not second. Um, You continue going through this uh, passageway, traveling north. Go another ten minutes or so. Roll another fortitude save. Ooh, oh, so it's all through here. Ooh, gross. Yeah, but you're covering your mouths, so give yourself a oh what natural say, a plus two bonus. Natural one four. We okay, said before eighteen. Do we want? All right, so natural one. Uh, Jimmer just becomes overcome by the stink. The deeper you get into oh. this north thing, and um, you're uh, sickened. Mm. Uh, by the Actually, way. you with a natural one, you're nauseated. Oh, oh my god, no. that's awful! That's really so bad. you're you're straight up sickened, um, but you're uh, nauseated for six minutes. Okay, okay, we wait six minutes. I could also use a little bit of healing. I'm down about sixty oh. points. Oh, oh right. okay, yeah. Oh yes, I should also I, mention I could use some healing as well. Whatever. Ah. Uh, Nobody ask you. All right, so you heal, you heal up uh, Thune and Jimmer, and you uh, continue forward. You wait for uh, Jimmer to shake off his nausea, but he's still sickened uh, from just the stench in this area of you know fertilizer. And up ahead, you can see that the cavern starts to open up. What do you do? Um, should we have Thune lead, or do you want to go up stealthy, Dalgris? Do you think that would be good as it opens I think, up? Uh, Thune, what, how do you feel about leading and I'll stealth behind you? If anyone comes across you, just say that you're, uh... Just ride his back. A fire jet. Just ride his back. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> stealth behind back. you. He's like, hold on to the back yeah. of his armor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'd rather stay on my own two feet, thank you. Uh, yeah, uh, let's have him lead the way. That way we can buy ourselves a few seconds if we come across an unexpected patrol. Trying to remember what room this is. If I am seen, what what would you like me to do? Pret- uh, pretend you're a fire giant. I, I'd actually like you to, to 
play like you uh, got dizzy in the head, maybe fainted a little bit, had some sort of, uh, fell over, confuse them, and then we can see what they do. We'll come to your aid. You want me to fall and play dead? Yes. uh, I don't don't know about that, Sheriff. All right, we'll be right back. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. We don't want to start fighting in a prone position. It's not exactly an advantage. If it comes I, to fight. I think Grant is suggesting he be the decoy that draws them in, and then we can ambush them. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. I'm just saying that once combat starts, he'll be on the ground. and Not a great position to start in, but... Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, you can do something else. Whatever maybe you can want. stagger against the wall and slowly start to slide down, but use his, use his quad muscles to keep himself actually standing up. The disadvantage of having <laughs> me as a fire giant is you're not taking advantage of my stealthiness. We have stealth for days. All right. I mean, do we want to get some intel in the, who's in this room before we send in a uh, send in a fire giant? That may be wise. Metro. Insect spies. I'm, I'm ha- go. I'm happy Insect to go. Insect spies, go. <laughs> I'm happy to go. If you want to stay back here, let me sneak ahead, see what I can find. Okay. See what lies in wait. All right, roll some uh, stealth there. All right. Uh, Dalgreth will stealth up. Let's see. Uh, that is a <laughs> 41. 41. Okay. So you, you walk up to the edge of the the opening, rather, of the tunnel into the room. And as you're uh, approaching the where the where the tunnel starts to open up, you see, like, red flickering on the walls, shadows kind of... And you see into the room there are these glowing red crystals and uh, maybe a half a dozen flickering torches lighting the cavern. So there's, there's, uh, there's dim light in here. Um, but the stench is awful, and it's pig manure. And you know it's pig manure oh. because you see a small herd of domesticated boars wandering around the cavern. Oh. And it looks like uh, each boar has a crude symbol branded on its flank, like a, either a sword or, or a hammer, a helm. You see a circle. Each of the boars has a different symbol. Different on ones? It. Yeah. Huh. Um, there are boar droppings everywhere. Are any two the same? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, uh, there's, there's a, hand- a bunch of different symbols, but there's multiple pigs of each. Yeah, symbol. you know what? We should just... You should just go to the map. Just go to the map. Oh, let's, let's get see the map. map. Why well, talk about it? When I'm I can wild show pig. It was <laughs> um, a Rocco's Modern Life reference. I love Rocco's Modern Life. Laundry day is Rocco's a very dangerous day. day. Um, yeah, there are. You see all the boars in there, right? Whoa! Look at. Oh whoa, shit! Whoa! Oh, there's Ettens in here. Yep. Oh, yeah. we got oh, Ettens. No. We got some good Ettens. In addition, there's Ettens and nine different exits. Uh, oh god! And twenty of, the, <laughs> and 20 of these boars. Boar. There are four Ettens watching over them. Some of the boar are green. Some of them are are red. As some you, of them are green red. As you're standing there, there's like a slight breeze. Uh, coming from the cavern as well. This Ooh. is wafting this uh, pig smell right into your nostrils. Oh. Um, and again, you feel another breeze waft through, and you haven't felt that in the other rooms. Um, and the boards are just walking around, just eating stuff on the ground as the Ettons pace back and forth throughout the room. Uh, standing where you are, Dalgrith, you see that there are, uh, yet again, three exits to this room. One around uh, to the north and back, 
back west because you're coming from the west to the east. Okay. But you see to the north is one that's going back in the direction you came, but now it's to the north. And then there's two on the opposite side, one on the northeast and one on the southeast. So we're on, we're on the southwest, in the southwest tunnel? Right. All right, uh, Dalgraith will... Uh, uh, the Ettons, are they all similarly outfitted, uh, mm-hmm. weaponry-wise, armor-wise? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What, what are and they really like talking? Like clubs? They're like talking clubs? to each other, like the heads are talking to each yeah. other. So they're not talking to the other Ettons. Like the two, some of them are arguing, and some of them are having like philosophical conversations. <laughs> uh, about pig shit. About pig poop. <laughs> the finer points of pig poop. <laughs> Uh, and what are they wielding? Clubs? Spiked clubs? Axes? It looks like uh, most of them have a flail in each hand. Okay. Uh, Dalgreath will double back and to give everybody all this information. Okay. Um, size of the room, Ettons. Ah, yes, the Etton room. All right, I, I have been here. It's freaking me out. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me just it seems so. It seems like too so easy. He, he, you know what I mean? Maybe he got in like pretty deep, and then they brought him. Yeah, okay. I'm, I don't like it. How do we want to approach this room? Well, uh, Jimmer certainly cannot sneak through here unless he's invisible. Um, um, I could dimension door you with me if we want to avoid the fight. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for that. Yeah, because the thing is, if we get past this and get uh, just bypass them get up to the barracks cause a cave in and then get up to the level above that they'll be cut off too these Ettons will or anyone else we run into down here so any fights that we can avoid I think we, we would be behoove it would behoove us to do so yeah I just now that it winds in every direction the the just desire for me to know everything on the map and see it is overwhelming me right now but I'll, yeah. I'll go that route too can I dimension door? Yeah, it's I don't. I, but I don't know how we're going to get past them. Like dimension door, don't you have to? Do you not have to see your target? I mean, if I can see where I'm going, which would be the other tunnel, yeah. I can go up to 400 feet plus 40 feet per level. So it's in within range. It's just kind of would have to get up and up far enough in the tunnel that I can see where see where it is, and I'd be like, let me just go. Yeah, yeah but okay. I'm just thinking that to, for Jimmer to get close enough for you to see through is. Dalgrith had to roll a stealth check. It's lit. So even just getting there might trip them. As you're standing there, you hear... And a pig starts running uh, towards your direction. Maybe it smelled uh, Dalgrith. And you just see... uh, The Edden come over and like stop it from going down the hallway. And then ward it back in. Yes, they have these stupid brutes watch over their pigs... That is all they're good for, though they would probably just prefer to nap. Uh, no, we, we situation could, where we could utilize soon. Just tell Go in as the fire giant. They're in charge them. around here. <clears throat> tell them to do something. I don't know. <clears throat> Kneel down. Close your eyes. Don't open them. You can yeah, send, <laughs> send them through and tell them to go investigate a problem down the corridor and then sneak past. <clears throat> well, he did say they might want to take a nap, so he'd be like, you're relieved of duty for a while, take a break. I don't know if that would seem super crazy and they could just go somewhere else for a while. It is not a bad plan. They would have to listen to me as I outrank them. Fire giants, stone giants, Eddins, slaves. Where's the pigs in that hierarchy? <laughs> the pigs are just above the slaves. <laughs> I, thought oh, I thought they were really going to be running the whole thing. <laughs> um, I mean, I like that plan. Hey, Thune, tell them you want some private time with the pigs. 
Don't say why. <laughs> Whatever and, you do. And for them to skedaddle for like 15 minutes. All right. Remember this, Sheriff Thun. <laughs> I hate it. As the moment you trusted me. Um. And Thun walks forward into the next room. And we'll see you next oh, week. Oh, 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 Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. On a summer night, Douglas Wagg Jr. lay motionless across a strip of railroad tracks before being struck by an oncoming train. I'm investigative journalist Delia D'Ambra, and my investigation into exactly how Doug died took me into the depths of a bizarre mystery. It was really hard to understand what was fact and what wasn't. A mystery that has led me from one suspicious death to another. Listen to Counterclock now, wherever you listen to podcasts.